Now, you said you love spanking. Mm-hmm. Why? What is the physical effect? And let's say, what is the psychological effect? Just like the high sounds. I related with the sound of the balls. The sound of cue balls? Yes, in the window pocket. It- that sound like for me, oh, that's so cool. Right. So, yes, Maria likes playing pool. And so now she's got this association between... That's a, I guess that's one of my fantasies, actually, maybe. Is being spanked as you take a shot and put it in? No, to fuck on a pool right. table. Although, wouldn't that be cool, though, if you, like, shot and as the ball goes in, then you get spanked at the same time? Yes, maybe because that's how I relate that. Right. Okay, so now we found your fetish. Is that a fetish? Everything can be a fetish. We just invented one, which is simultaneous spanking and pool ball in the pocket. I think that would be a great moment. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hi, I'm Manny. I'm 25 or so, and I come from Peru. So, Maria, what would define really good sex for you? I think good sex for me would involve to have that compatibility with your partner and feel you're safe like somehow whatever you're trying you won't feel judged and this person must be also like open-minded mm-hmm. and so when you say compatibility or chemistry what how do you know when you have that what's examples of things that well, usually you can tell a lot by the first kiss or just by kissing mm-hmm. what can you tell if you match mm-hmm. of course the different kind of kisses and sometimes guys just don't know how to kiss or just do it different than how you're used to. So if a man was doing bad kissing, let's say, what then you would know that it, you wouldn't be compatible in bed? Not really, but most of the time, it is like that. So it's not 100% correlation. It's not, no, no, it's not 100%, but... So obviously, different people have different styles of kissing, and they could be both good, but different. Mm-hmm. Right, so is it more to do with, like, let's say the guy has a slightly different kissing style to you, but it's the way that he reads you or adapts to you that means that you know it's going to work. But it also depends a lot on the under sexual energy and the big tension that is between us. Mm-hmm. Even though if like I'm not that into his kissing, I will still go just to try and see if it's completely a no. You mean under what circumstance would you do that? You mean if there's a really good chemistry or excitement? Uh, yes, if there is like big chemistry. Okay, so you're willing to like be a bit open. You're willing to compromise. Yeah, to find compromise. It. Yeah. Okay. But would there be a situation where, let's say, early on the guy kisses you or you're starting to make out and you make a decision, no, I'm not going to do this? Yeah, at some point I can be just trusting and say, like, nah, not going to work. Nah, mate. Yeah. Have you done that before? Yes, I do. Did you say it nicely or did you say it like that? Oh, I was just like, oh, I'm not in the mood or something. No, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, exactly. Uh, when you say I'm not feeling it to anybody, to a man or a woman, that's that. Yeah, but it's something like you have to use the excuses like, oh, no, I'm not feeling well or... Oh, I just got my pee or something like that. Right. Just kind of like run away. From An that. instant headache. So do you, can you remember a situation where that happened and what was it that the guy was doing or not doing that made you go, nah, it's not worth doing? I, said, I was on a date and just we were just talking with this guy, uh, but he was like very rough when he approached to kiss me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes it just it's not the situation just to go like, oh, passionately kiss mm-hmm. her. And they make me feel like he's going to be like the same way when it comes to sex. Right. So because he was kind of pushy and wasn't reading yeah, the signal, exactly. signals. Right. That made you then Turn afraid that. And just. Right. Was it, would there be on the opposite side, there might be a guy who's too soft or taking too much time and that might also not be a turn on? Uh, no. But for me, that 
it makes me more curious and to want it more. So if he's being slow with his escalation, and shy stuff like that. Yes, you like shy guys? Yeah, I do. Really? Okay. Yeah. Why? Because of that. Because I don't know what to expect. All right. But even though it's shy, they still kiss you. So still, I have the chance to know how how it's gonna be in a little bit. Right. So if he's shy, but not so shy that like as long as he's willing to make a move and to yeah. move things forward, yeah, then it might actually create some curiosity for you. Yeah, it does. Whereas the guy that's full on, it's like you already. I don't like that. No. And so, can you think of some specific things that would define bad sex for you? Let's say you do decide to sleep with a guy and afterwards you're like, that wasn't good. Why was it not good? I think first would be just if it's a guy that is just more like program, he just old, he says it's like bang, 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 and that's it. Mm -hmm. And only he cares about him coming. Right. So, a selfish lover. A selfish lover. And how do you know if the guy's being selfish because it's over quickly or what? Not quickly, but just because he doesn't, he's not uh, like, I enjoy a lot if the guy is just all over my body and he's not like that touchy or stuff like that, I will, you know. Right. So having a sensual touch, yeah. showing attention to you yeah. is really important. Yeah. Uh, and what else would make bad sex for you? Well, if they're completely silent. Because mm-hmm. again, I need to have the tension. If I'm, I don't listen to the guy, it's like, are you really enjoying or are you just like, like what, like a doll or something? Right. So you'd like to hear sounds of pleasure from a man. Yeah. Because that like assures me that he's enjoying. And that's important to you that the man yeah. is enjoying it? Yeah. Would you be able to have selfish sex where you didn't care about what the man was feeling? Well, it depends. My mood. So <laughs> there would be a mood where you like could enjoy selfishly having sex? Yeah. Uh, what yeah. mood would that be? In the mood that is just like, I'm kind of horny, but I feel like I'm so lazy to do whatever. Uh-huh. So that would be. Right. So that's where, what, you want the man to service you or something in that yeah. situation. Yeah, completely. Okay. That could be fine totally if you had a, a couple where, because you know, you, not everyone's always going to have acrobatic sports sex even yeah. if they can. So you think there's a place for kind of lazy sex as well? Yeah, it could be in the morning sex, for example, mm-hmm. like that. Or when both are just there laying there and it's like just... Oh, you're there. Like, just start touching each other, but it's like okay to be lazy, not to do like rough or too much. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke, and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out, and now back to the episode. So, would you ever date a man if you weren't very sexually compatible, but there was good things in other other parts of the relationship? Yes, I would. Okay, under what circumstances? When the man is very attentive and somehow he just adores me. Like, it's just me that he sees. So, mm-hmm. that will give me a lot of uh, assurance for him because I love honesty. That will be like, oh, he's going to be completely honest with me and loyal. So, right. that's Okay. And then and I can't compromise that. You can compromise. Yeah. Do you think that women or that you need to compromise, that you can't find someone who's amazing sexually but is also attentive and kind and looks after you? No, of course there are. There are. There are. Definitely. Yes. But if it were the case, I would. Okay. That's nice of you. And let's just say hypothetically, how would you imagine that relationship? Like, let's say, okay, you don't have instant chemistry or you're a bit uncoordinated with each other or sizes don't quite fit or something like that. 
how would you try to improve that sexual connection with someone if you decided it was worth putting time into? Yeah, but communicating. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like you to try this with me or just introduce him to different things. Mm-hmm. And he opens, then that would be great. Have you had situations where, let's say, maybe your partner wasn't as skilled or as experienced <laughs> and you needed to instruct him in some kind of way? Not really. Right. Most of the times they were way more experienced than me. Okay. All the time, actually. So why do you think that is? That It's probably not just a statistical coincidence that you ended up with men who knew what they were doing. Oh, no, that's exactly why, because I need to find a man that is going to teach me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I target like this kind of men that are older. Older, more, more confident. But it doesn't mean necessarily that older knows everything, but most of the time they didn't disappoint. Right. Well, at least they've at least had enough time to learn if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know when they're older, then, then you move on. How do you like to be treated after sex? Well, I'm the kind of person that I'm very cuddly, so I like cuddles. So. Right. So you're like kind of aftercare language that you need to feel, to like resolve the sexual experience is to be held and cuddled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have the circumstances where you don't want that? Let's say, for example, I don't know, the sex was really rough and intense and you came really hard. Have you had situations where you'd rather actually not be cuddling? You want to just lie by yourself and catch your breath or? No, even if it's a rough or a savage sex, I still need that at the end. And how does that make you feel compared to, let's say, if it was a rough experience, what, what's the contrast of that? What does it make you feel? Well, because usually when I have sex, it's with someone that I care and that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. So if they don't do that, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> why, why are not you hugging me or something? Because we had just had a, we just uh, had an intimate moment, so you're not doing it. It's like, okay, really? I don't like it. So that, because it feels like <laughs> being abandoned or that the uh-huh. people are being used or something. Yes, like I've been just used, kind of. Right. So. Okay. And is there a time, amount of time you want to spend cuddling or it doesn't matter? It's just as long as you feel close. Um, I love cuddles. So I can be just cuddle all day. All right. So as long as possible. As long as possible. Yeah. And kind of like I need to be in the skin of the guy or something like that. Right. So you like to be really cozily wrapped up. Yeah. So you said before that you don't like when a man is completely silent in bed. Mm -hmm. So what kind of noises, how often do you want him to say things to you? So what level of verbal communication do you like whilst having sex? Well, I'm not very communicative or talkative myself on bed. But when a man does it, it's just like not all the time, but then it distracts me. Just the right moments, uh-huh. you know? So, for example, the right moments would be if he's, you know, starting to fuck really hard or there's building up intensity. Yeah. Well, what he's feeling or talk dirty. Moan, sighs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you like it when he, <laughs> like, verbalizes telling you this feels so good? Yeah. It feels amazing. Yeah, as well. Right. What kind of phrases do you like to hear? Well, usually when they swear, not to me, but to just swear in general, like, oh, fuck, this is so good, like, stuff like that. Right. So not saying you're a fucking... No, I don't like that, actually. No. Right. So you don't like being called vulgar names? No, not not me. Just in right. general. And the action, yes, but not to me. Right. So <clears throat> that's so fucking hot, or you turn me on so fucking much. Yeah. But not you're a dirty... No, 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 you're a dirty bitch and stuff like that. No, I don't like. Okay. And... I mean, I'm sure you know that some women do like, like within a context where they feel safe, mm-hmm. they don't like being yeah. nasty names. So why do you think some women do and why don't you, why do you not like that? Me, it's just personally because I don't like to be 
call like that. Just that. Like it feels insulting. Yeah. But again, it just, it will depend a lot if, if I am with a partner that is being with me for a long time and I feel it's like a safe place. Mm-hmm. space. So. Right. Because your fear then is that if he's using kind of hard words, that there's a judgment or that he's insulting you in some kind. Yeah. Right. So it would only, uh, theoretically, only be in a situation where you really mm-hmm. trusted the man. And if he called you my sexy bitch when you were both really into that and you trust him, maybe that'd be okay. But yeah. it's not. Yeah. So- we talked earlier about what makes good sex, but what do you think makes a man good at sex or a good lover? Like what things does he do? What ways does he communicate? What are some of the characteristics? Well, first, when he's like touching, like he's very aware of the whole body. So explain, like describe how if there was a man. Because like- there are men that can just like go direct to your vagina and forget that you have a lot of nerves all over, all over your body. And they're just like doing that. Like- so- like a man who's full body caressing you and what type of touch though? Like, because obviously there's good touch and bad touch, even if you're touching the whole body, what makes really good touch for you? Like when I feel that the man is confident, like touching me, because they can be as well, like kind of nervous and like touching like these or not touching at all, just doing these. Hovering their hand. Yeah. So just, I want to feel that the man is sure that what he's doing. Right. So caressing and holding you in ways where He's like it's like a dance partner or someone who's clear and yeah. leading you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.